Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That The Podcast. I'm here, I'm back, I'm delayed, but we at this mic, so we're going to talk some shit right now and everything's not going to be great and bubbly and funny um, this time around, but hopefully, I, you know, I, hopefully I can make you guys laugh a little bit because I think we're all deserving of some laughs. Um, I think we're deserving of a lot of shit right now. One being justice, we'll get to that soon enough, but I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're doing the best you can in the moment. I know that we was talking cash shit about 2019 and how it did us but um 2020 came with the uppercut bitch like and we're in july right now (laughs) we're only in july and um we're still in quarantine and i hope you're washing your hands and still wearing a mask and not trying to make excuses as to why you can't wear one just wear the fucking mask do that um let's keep moving on and let's get out of this like coronavirus like era let's do that let's if we do the right things, if we all do the right things, then we can, whether they say flatten the fucking curve out this bitch and just keep living our life. Or we all for real. This is what I do every year anyways, but we all going to be for real the fuck at home on New Year's Eve. I don't know if you had plans. I don't know if you was trying to travel abroad. I don't know what you was trying to do, but I'm here to let you know you're going to be doing what the fuck I'm doing anyway. If you don't get it together, just stay the fuck at home. I know there's certain places that you want to go, certain things you want to do. As somebody who gets slight panicky attacks wearing my mask in in the store, I totally get it. It's annoying, but I don't want to die from my lack of, you know, being annoyed or frustrated on having a mask. I'm, I'm okay with dealing with the mask wearing as long as I get to live. You know what I'm saying? So I know, I know we're going through a lot, y'all. Um, it's crazy. I mean, 2020 is really, it it, it ain't playing no fucking games with us. The world stage is, everybody's looking at us like we fucking idiots, and that's cool. And, uh, (laughs) pop culture is crazy. Celebrities don't know what they're doing in life. Everybody's bored. So when everybody's bored, everybody start doing things. Y'all canceling the fuck out of celebrities right now. I don't know why they haven't been sitting in quarantine deleting all their problematic tweets. Um, Because the motherfuckers got time. They got time. Um, So I don't know why you're not in your prep time during the quarantine before you get to, you know, go shoot um, videos and shows and catch back up post quarantine. Like, I don't know why you're not in your prep time. But anyways, um, yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. We're about to roll into this extended holiday. I know a lot of us have already celebrated our holiday. A lot of us became in the know or educated or learned or celebrated about Juneteenth this year. Um, we kind of embraced that. It was a beauty to see a lot of people just, you know, really standing on, yes, this is our holiday. This is what we're going to go with. And it's like, no shade but shade <laughs> to Independence Day, but we wasn't free on that day. So we're gonna we're going to adopt Juneteenth as our day. And so I feel like I've already appreciated, you know, my independence. And so I'm going to appreciate the extra day that I get, but I won't be celebrating it with the intensity that I celebrated Juneteenth with. I'll say that. I'll say that, but I ain't gonna judge y'all if y'all post a fucking paper plate with your ribs and your, you know, macaroni salad, potato salad. What the fuck y'all plan on eating this weekend if you're grilling? But you find your reason. We deserve peace. We deserve uh, rest. So 
do what you got to do to feel good this weekend because we've been told the month. This week alone for me <laughs> is nuts. Let me give you a quick story real quick before I get into a few things that I want you to do as listeners of the podcast. So this week, I think around Monday or Tuesday, um, one of my friends sent me a screenshot of a news article and it happened to be a guy that I was stationed with who killed killed his his baby mother in front of his kid. Whole time I knew this dude was a shitbag. I'm not gonna say his name on the podcast. Uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can find that post. It's about how I believe that Pensacola, Florida is cursed <laughs> because the fuck it is. There's then been three incidents to come out of there, really big incidents that have come out of there. I had a, uh, there was another guy that I was stationed with. I was very close friends with him. Um, he left California where he got stationed, traveled all the way down to Texas, and he killed his wife at the time and then killed himself. There is another guy that I worked with out of there who got out and then became a cop who is also a pedophile and got caught up. And now I just, I I try not to be hateful. But here's the thing with me about Keith of Kentucky. If you fuck with the kids, I hope, I wish all the bad things on you. Like every bad thing that could possibly happen to you, I wish that on you. So as he is pending charges or whatever fucks he's going through, I just, I'm shouting out to all the folks that he's going to be locked up with. And I know they got it because, you know, big, big, crazy criminals, you know, they do their criminal thing for the most part. If they ain't pedophiles out here, they really gonna fuck you up in there. And I just, you know, I wish you worse. And uh, hopefully that happens. So to round it out, this guy who I was friends with on Facebook, and I actually went up on a meritorious board with this guy and he beat me. (laughs) I'm laughing. Everything is terrible. But um, yeah, he beat me. And then we became friends on Facebook for a while. And I noticed that he was extremely homophobic. He was like one of those guys that um, he always had an opinion on gay people, which always roused my spirit when nobody's thinking of you, but you're thinking of them. And so me and him got into a few conversations about that if that's if if you want to call it that i basically me reading him to death and him you know blocking me for a time but or following me or not talking to me for a while so i always had a sense that there was something fucking wrong with him and then so when i found out this news article and all that i went to his page and i realized i, I must have been unfollowing him after something and because I would have seen it on my timeline. You know, when, you, when somebody gets a lot of traffic, it comes on your timeline. So there was a bunch of people that were like, you got to find him. He killed this girl in front of his child and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, also wish the worst for you. I hope they give you the death penalty. I hope they they do. It, it, there were so many witnesses. Um, there's no denial that he did it. Um, so yeah, fuck you too. And Pensacola is fucking cursed. It was worst fucking douche. It was so beautiful there. 
so fucking beautiful like the atmosphere the beaches the trees but i experienced something so toxic out of that um that place that i just knew i didn't feel good when i was there um i had great times there i started my family there i got married there but there was an underlying evilness about that fucking duty station that three things happened like that with people that were I was stationed with we were all there at the same time <sighs> nope you can't convince me otherwise that something the fuck ain't right with that building with that place with that unit I don't fucking know but I hope um I hope the devil gives them hell all three of them you know what I'm saying? Like, and it is what it is. I know they might've had issues going on in their lives, especially to the one that was fucking with the kids. Fuck you. I ain't gonna never make an excuse for you. Fuck you all day. I don't know what the fuck the other two are going through. Ain't none of my business, but I hope they get the justice that's coming for me. That's, and that's the reason why, you know what I'm saying? Like when shit happens, you know, <laughs> Moving on from that. I'm not going to get into a tangent. I'm not going to get into no tangent about that. The next thing I really want to talk about is um, what the fuck Louisville, Kentucky is doing. Louisville, Kentucky is in the news. It has the spotlight right now. We all watching. We all got eyes on Louisville, Kentucky. The leadership there, the LMPD, uh, the government there. Uh, Daniel Cameron's bitch ass. Like we we all waiting to see what's going on because if you don't know, you should know about Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor was a 26 year old EMT, excuse me, EMT who was basically killed in her sleep. Her boyfriend was trying to protect their home. Eight police officers go into their house on a no knock warrant in the wee hours of the night. Boyfriend's trying to protect the home. He shoots, they shoot back. She's in bed, she's dead. This happens March 13th. Nothing, but outside of them, they, they fired one police officer, but word on the curb is, is that this police officer had several different, you know, accusations against him for completely unrelated things. So I'm not pleased with that outcome. What I would be pleased with is if you charge those motherfuckers because it, especially as a military member, I know what it means to be given orders. I know what it means to be given orders. But I also know as a human, as a black woman, that a person with my own thinking and brain and, you know, morals, you have the ability to deny orders. And you deal whatever consequence comes after that, that's fine. Um, but all eight of y'all motherfuckers to do what y'all did and know the way to which you guys were going about that, that no knock, knock warrant apparently wasn't even the fucking right house. It wasn't the right people. All Everything about that is fucked up, yet Louisville is sitting on this shit. They're watching property being destroyed. They're watching all this shit happen. And it's so easy. It seems like the right thing to do is very easy to do. And no one is moving. No one's moving towards solution. And so there will probably be more devastation before we get there. And that is fine because I think that's what the people are expecting. We're expecting for us to have to do some fucking uncomfortable shit to get y'all to see it. But if that's what y'all need us to do, 
I'm sure the people will comply with that at this point because people is fucking pissed. Um, it's disappointing, especially, like I said, as a native of Louisville, Kentucky, um, to see something like this happen and to see them just stutter stepping on this shit is fucking wild. So what I'm going to do right now before I move on to the next thing, because like I said, I'm going to try to be quick with this one, but I really needed to put out there about Breonna Taylor. Um, I don't want her name to be forgotten. This shit happened March 13th. It's July 2nd. And they are just, you know, they're not moving fast enough for me. I don't fucking like it. And uh, they should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Which y'all can do, though. And which I've done a few of these things already. Um, There's several petitions that can be signed. Uh, Change.org. Justice for Brianna. You can sign that one. I will try to put these on my page as well, or at least the link. I'm actually going to cite Rolling Stone article um, for I'm getting all this stuff because I've I've actually found these things via like Instagram and different posts and stuff like that. So whenever I see something, I just sign it. Or whenever I see a number, I just call it. Um, Because I'd rather be, I'd rather get, I'd rather just act. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather just get it. So I haven't seen a, a solid, one-stop shop of things that you could do but uh, i f- came across this article and it had a lot of great things on there so i'm gonna share with y'all and then i'm gonna share these to the so there's that podcast instagram page and the keith the kentucky present so there's that podcast that one as well so i like i was saying the change.org one justice for Brianna. that's a, a petition that you can sign color of change um justice for brie color of change is calling from madeline hankinson and Crossgrove to be fired immediately, which are the cops. Um, You can also contact Louisville officials, um, the Louisville mayor, Greg Fisher. The number is 502-574-2003, or he has a contact form on his site. Like I said, I will do my best to get all of this information on my Facebook and Instagram page so that you can follow suit as well. Um, The Louisville MPD, and they have a contact form that I will put there. And they have the um, Attorney General Daniel, Daniel Cameron, who has disappointed me the most out of this. Um, his number is 502-696-5300. His email is attorney.general at ag.ky.gov. Okay. Kentucky Governor Andrew, Andy Brashear, 502-564-564. 2611. And then we have the Commonwealth Attorney um, Thomas Wine, 502-595-2300, or email winejcook, C-O-O-K-E, at louisvilleprosecutor.com. There's also, I'm not going to share these because I, I mean, it's on Rolling Stone, but I'm not sure. I hate to do um, like GoFundMe's and stuff like that if I don't have significant um, proof that the money is going to the family. I I really don't. But Louisville, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. The people of Louisville, however, I applaud you. I wish I was there with you guys. I had two of my friends that I got to see um, traveled out to Louisville in order to be a part of the protest. Right now, we have a stop movement in the military where, well, it's uplifted today because apparently Corona is done. It's over. But uh, up until like two days ago, we couldn't travel um, outside 250 miles. I'm in Virginia, 
excuse me, I'm in Virginia, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, so it's a little further, it's about 200 more miles out the limit that we're allowed to travel. But please, if, if you stand for anything, if you can't participate in your local protests, there's protests going all over the country that haven't stopped yet. Um, please do what you can with the information that I provided to you guys. Um, I just, I want something. There's nothing that's going to bring Breonna Taylor back, right? Um, but we can't. I don't know what they're trying to do is put like cloth over our eyes and pretend like we didn't see what the fuck we saw or hear what the fuck we heard or know the facts. Um, this is a different generation. You can't hide information from us. So I don't know what they're trying to prove here, but um, I wish they would move the fuck on or I, I, I don't know what is to come from the lack of accountability. That's all I will say, you know what I'm saying? That's all I can say. Um, but my love, condolences, um, praying for the family of Breonna Taylor. Like I said, this shit happened a while ago. Um, and I, I'm just appalled at the fact that nothing has come from that yet when everything's so clear cut. Everything's so fucking clear cut here. There's no, there's no way to talk your way out of this. You know what I'm saying? It's clear. She was fucking asleep and y'all had the wrong fucking people. So I don't get it. I don't know, but we will continue to follow this and um, we'll be right back. Let's talk about something a little lighter, just a little lighter. Actually, I might talk about something just a little better along the same lines. Just hold on. We're going to get to some funny shit later on the episode. I promise you guys. Just hold on. All right, y'all. So we back. I said I was going to do something funny. However, I don't want to leave the episode off with something just crazy. Um, so the next section of things that I want to talk about is going to be uh, Vanessa Gillian. Now, hopefully I'm saying her last name the right way, but um, I definitely want to talk to her, uh, talk about her for a little bit. Vanessa Gilliam was a soldier who was stationed at uh, Fort Hood in uh, Colleen, Texas, I believe. And she went missing April 22nd, okay? And uh, we didn't really, the public didn't hear shit about this until maybe like last month. Like the family started making a big deal about this. Everybody was kind of trying to get, like to find out what the fuck. And the people that grabbed, is that the right? grabbed hold to this this story is obviously military personnel y'all know i'm a marine um so and i'm also a, a marine who has served as a uniform victim advocate and who has experienced their own trauma dealing with that with um sexual assault so when i hear stories like this and after 13 years of experience and being I understand where the hiccups are because it's so swept under the rug when it comes to this. But to give y'all background and before I go on the tangent and getting away from the point and let y'all know what's going on. Vanessa Gillian, I don't know what, was she a specialist? Let me get my Googles together. I just want to make sure I don't discredit uh, anything with this story. I want to be as uh, up to date and you know, make sure I do not leave out any facts, important facts, right? 
So I know for sure, cause I was doing a little bit, you know, she was last seen in the parking lot of her barracks, April 22nd. Basically this girl was on leave, on leave where she took a day off from work and she was brought back in April 22nd. Something happened. Nobody knows what happened. Um, and then she just was gone for months and months on end. It took a while for the family to be informed. Uh, it took a while for anything to go on. Um, and as of this week, I believe on Monday or Tuesday, um, they found her body in a shallow grave, dismembered. The, 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 the account is graphic, okay? Um, I talked about this a little bit on my IG like last week because I just didn't feel good about this. We've had um, a few cases with female soldiers and female Marines um, that were not protected. Um, and a backstory on Vanessa also, apparently she was being harassed by a, a soldier within her command. It was swept under the rug. And I'm here to let you guys know, I can say this and not feel away and let you guys know that unless your command really it, I, they don't take they don't take sexual assault and sexual harassment uh serious enough period i don't know if you guys remember like several years ago around 2015 there was this big fucking deal with the marine corps in particular because there was a facebook group of you know male marines uh, spouses just sharing fucking naked photos of female Marines and female uh, then Marine spouses. They were just sharing the shit. It became uncovered. There were several people fucking in this all the way up the rank scale. And that's just a small version of it. Obviously, it's still sexual harassment, sexual assault. Uh, but it was a very small level in comparison to, you know, Vanessa. It's not taking, we sat up and watched our commandant literally get fucking hammered to Congress. Like, because they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you not holding motherfuckers accountable for shit like this? And I'll let you in on a thing about the fact that um, our, um, I'm trying to think of our nature, like, the way that we interact with each other, especially Marines, we're very crude people, right? We cuss a lot, we ain't got no fucking manners. And that is just a thing that uh, people think is uh, our values and shit, right? Um, there's certain things that people in leadership positions take a little bit too fucking far. Those things should not be um, woven into the people that we claim to be. The people that we put on these recruiting fucking, you know, these fucking uh, banners outside to try to get people to join. We don't present that that fucking gross ass nature that that some of us have. You know what I'm saying? You don't present that. You present the nice, well shaven guy in, in blues uniforms. And and that's what we present to the world. And that's what we are. But underneath that, and I won't say at our core, because every soldier marine is not like this but we know that there's a layer there that needs to be fixed and things that have to be upheld like we show to the fucking public when we trying to recruit motherfuckers there's there's a uh yeah it has to be fixed i don't know if i just went on a small tangent or if it made sense but hopefully it did i'll just say that we've we've some things get swept because they think that that's 
that's the Marine thing to do, or that's the soldierly thing. I don't fucking know what the Army does, but I know I can only speak from my experiences here. And especially as working as a, a uniform victim advocate, I had a very bad time doing that because I had to, I found myself correcting people in higher ranks a lot. Like I was waived, you have to be a staff NCO, which is a staff sergeant or above in order to do that. But I was waived based on my maturity um, to be a uniform victim advocate, which means that my role and my duties and responsibilities were basically to uh, assist Marines who felt like they, they encountered someone who assaulted them and then kind of work them through the system and get them the assistance that they need. So I could take them to go get a rape kit or I could take them to the chaplain or I could take them or just be for them there for them or talk to them and just let them know what their do's or don'ts are and who they can talk to, what kind of reports they can make, this, that, and other. That was my role. So then I would take these reports and I would give them to the person that was in charge of me and I would kind of be met with some judgment or some bias or I heard about that Marine or this, that, and that. And that, that, that culture, that's the word I was looking for. The culture is so fucking gross. Then I would go back to my workstation and then I would have people asking me that were in my leadership asking me who I walked down there, who I did that let you know this is a confidential fucking thing that I'm doing. I'm not allowed to do that. And I would have to put my, it felt so fucking wrong for me to have to tell an officer or a senior enlisted person, hey, I can't fucking tell you that. And I'm a fucking sergeant, you know? They put you in those predicaments all the time. And then, you know, like if it was something that was made, um, I'm trying to piece my words, y'all. So <laughs> if it was something that somebody's name was put out there, like it was a unrestricted report, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, then there were rumors and shit going on. So to, to, set, to make this make sense with Vanessa is the fact that she was in a very tumultuous fucking environment um, where they didn't take her claims of her allegations of sexual harassment and assault seriously, apparently. The person who did that to her walked into her on the shower in the shower. Uh, it was just a lot of shit that they just whole happened to sweep under the rug because it was, you know, it wasn't of importance to them. So I am your girl Keith of Kentucky watches a lot of fatal attraction. I said this, people that follow me on IG, I just went on a tangent on there. I watch a lot of fatal attraction. I watch a lot of snapped. I watch a lot of fucking Nancy Grace and people who piece together these, these crime scenes and these crime stories and put the pieces together. So I ain't necessarily certified in the shit, but let's just say I'm in the know about all this stuff. And these, this stuff did not click for me. So Vanessa goes missing on the 22nd. I don't think I found out into the early June, maybe late May about her disappearance. I know that in my job that once, um, once a Marine, I can only speak for Marine. Once a Marine goes UA, you have 31 days until you mark that person as like their UA or they have an unauthorized absence, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
at that point in time, you start reaching out to the family and all that. But if you have really good leadership, if you're gone for more than fucking 24 hours, motherfuckers is lighting your ass up, lighting your phone up, lighting your, calling your parents, calling your friends, calling everybody. At least that's how I, I can't say that accountability works like that over here. There's no way that I was supposed to show up somewhere at this time and an hour goes by and my committee hasn't damn near called the fucking police station at this point. Um, that th This is how I've grown up at least on a, an accountability standpoint. So this stuff did not happen for Vanessa for some reason. And so for me in a military mindset, I just, it just started to click. This shit don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. She goes missing in the armory. Last time she was seen was at the armory. Usually armories are within another building where other people work. It's not a standalone thing. It can be a standalone thing. But from what I heard about reading about it, it, it sounds to have been somewhere where other people could have been around at the moment, right? So that, and then like, no, I don't believe it. And I don't believe the story has been presented to me. As of today, you know, they found her remains. Um, and all, all this shit happened this week, by the way, not sure if this was the inner workings with the police station or, you know, whoever I'm not no fucking police officer. So I don't, I don't know what the fuck they was working on. What I will say is that the public was a privy into, to a lot of information until this week. And that I, mm -mm. <laughs> no, I don't, mm -mm. I don't feel right about it. I don't feel good. So they found her body. Her sister and family is 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 fucking raising the roof as they should. Is pointing fingers at the leadership as they should. The command, the whole fucking base, is a shit show at this point. Um, then they're doing the they're they're looking for her. They find a shallow grave. Everybody's hearts drop. Um, then we hear about the police closing in on an individual who kills himself. So immediately my head is like, oh, he must have did it. Then they arrested two other people. Now the story is, is that uh, Aaron Robinson, not sure specialist, I think he was um, down at the armory with her. She saw a picture of him and this woman who happened to be married to a sailor who, had, or not a sailor, or a soldier who left previously. And this Robinson got pissed because he was like, you're gonna ruin my career. He takes a hammer to her head. He bludgeons her. And then he calls his girlfriend, which is the ex or the current wife of somebody else. And then they, you know, and then they tried to burn her up. Then that didn't work. So then they tried to chop her up. They put her in a pelican. What is a pelican? I don't know. Is that like a rifle case? Correct me. It's fine. Um, they put her in those. They transfer the body from there. Go put her in the shallow cave or the cave grave. And then they... Um, throw shit out the window on the way back to the base. Mm, I just, I don't. Mm -mm. From all of my many years of watching Fatal Attraction, I will say this. If somebody is bludgeoned, there is blood everywhere. I'm actually um, subscribed to this girl that 
she tells stories, uh, like crime stories while she does her makeup. I'm obsessed. So I've been watching her a lot. But even before then, like I said, if you're bludgeoned, if you're hit upside your head, that means, okay, sorry, graphic here. Um, you're hitting somebody in the head. So on the hammer, every time you reach back, there's blood splatter. Every time, every time, right? Sorry. That's my awkward laugh. I don't mean to like laugh, but um, so there, I can't imagine all of this gruesome shit happening in this close area on the 22nd, which my friend Glow, shout out to Glow, said that this was a Wednesday. So motherfuckers had to come back into work at some point that week. It wasn't the close of the week, but yet they had time to do all of this, okay, and clean and clean the blood, apparently. So here's where I'm fucked up about all this. I'm fucked up about it because even as, say, let's say he had time to clean up, which I don't believe. He had time to clean up. Why wasn't that one of the first places they went to, to um, like observe or mark as a crime scene? or get fingerprints. Like, I feel like I've watched, if that was the last fucking place that she was at, why didn't that happen? I am so curious to know how the fuck they went about, you know, doing a blues clues at this bitch because I, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't have the training, but that would have been the first place. Where was she last seen? Okay, I wanna go there. Give me my fucking black light. Give me my white glove. I need all the shits, whatever the fuck they be using. Whatever Dexter and them niggas was using. I need that shit at the crime scene now. I need my light. I wanna see that shit. Cause I guarantee you, I saw a picture on him. He don't look that smart. He didn't wipe all that blood. I feel like if they went in there with a black light today, it would be a fucking, it, was a, it would probably be a horrific sight. Not sure what he used to clean up, uh, but usually even the tidiest of cleaners, there's still like a speck somewhere. I, I, like I said, I can only cite my sources <laughs> being an avid watcher of fucking these crime movies and these documentaries and shit. I just don't, it's, it's not adding up to me. The fact that all of these people were exposed this week, that doesn't add up to me. I feel like I feel like they should have known this shit. And if they knew it, why the fuck was they, why was they waiting until they found the body to do it? So I don't feel right. Rest in peace to, to Vanessa. I really hope that her family goes the fuck after all these motherfuckers. Somebody in the chain of command knows. Somebody from that armory, whoever runs that armory, they know what the fuck happened. They knew, they peeped some shit, they smelled some shit, they knew something. Because even if he cleaned it up, if I came in there, even as a Marine, if I came in there, it was super bleached up or super uh, ammonia, ammonia or whatever the fuck. That's that's a uh, that's a blues clues to me. That's just I, after a girl to missing, because it's the only way. Something don't add up. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Something in the milk. What they say, Granny say, it ain't clean. It ain't clean and I hope it come out and I hope it's not no real corrupt shit, but I ain't heard nothing but corrupt shit come out of Fort Hood. But somebody gotta step in and somebody gotta make this shit right. Somebody gotta make it right. 
the whole fucking command. I want the commanding officer fired. I want the fucking whoever they got in place. Whoever's first sergeant, sergeant major over there, fuck gone. Y'all accountability skills is whack. Y'all didn't look after y'all troop. And I know in the Marine Corps, it's fucking troop welfare and mission accomplishment. And one can't be without the other. So how y'all was fucking functioning with one of y'all fucking soldiers, the fuck dead, is beyond me. Over it, okay? I hope that the we get the real story. Because this shit, I don't know if I believe it. Okay? We'll be back. We're going to talk about something lighter. All right, y'all, we're back. The last thing I want to talk about is some pop culture news. Is there some few things, a few things that I can add in here before we get to the big one, like a little, a fast, a fast one for you guys? Pull a fast one for pop, pop culture. Um, Meg The Stallion, the virtual BET Awards, could have kept that, could have had Sita do it. Um, Amanda Seals looks to have done a great job. I like Amanda Seals. A lot of people don't care for her, but I do. I, I mess with her a lot. So, um, but I didn't really stay focused. And y'all know if you've been friends with me for a while, if you follow me on Twitter, you follow me on Facebook, or you're friends with me or whatever, you know I love to do commentary on these events. And it just feels like it'll never be the fucking same again. It's very sad. It's funny because I've been pretty lackluster on doing it the last few years just because of attendance and the amount of care that goes into these award ceremonies that didn't really want to do it but the people ask and so I provide and um you know I had my anniversary was the day of the BET award so I didn't I didn't even catch it really a call like I went back and looked at some of the performances because I was very curious to see how they was even going to do this so I, the one that I did catch um was Meg Thee Stallion and I I'm just so proud I'm so proud of you girl and your authenticity and your your knees I'm jealous of those your girl's got great value needs. Never going to do it like that again. Not my 32 years have seen enough pop, lock, and drop. And speaking of pop, lock, and drop it, damn, we lost Huey, who gave us, who took away our good knees and gave us pop, lock, and drop it. Rest in peace to Huey, who gave us just a great song to like literally fuck our knees up to. And we loved every single fucking minute of it. What else? Needy may not be coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing because we love to hate Nene. We love to hate Nene. I heard that Yovana might have a real spot on there. Not sure what the fuck they're doing. Eva's out. Phaedra might be back in. She's got a fake relationship on uh, the, what is it? The marriage boot camp show. Saw that funky Dyneema, Dyneema, I believe put me onto that. Or, or uh, who is it? Alexandra Rogers, the guy I follow on YouTube. What else is going on before we get into this real, I'm giving myself five minutes to skim the, the blogs real quick. Let you guys know what's going on. Is there anything? Has Future knocked up anybody lately? Not sure. We'll have to find out. Let's see. Let's see what's going on though. Hmm. Nothing really. I guess the, in, in, 
Ugh, I don't know. Meek Mill got pissed off at Trey Songs because he challenged him to do some good shit for the neighborhood and he found some mess in that. Apparently, that happened. Ugh. What else? Terry Crews been fucking up lately on Twitter. Somebody needs to take his password and never give it back to him. Um, what else? Um, oh, Omar Epps. The, uh, the 90s mainstay for me. I know. I think he was slept on in the 90s, but it is what it is. Him and Nia Long have a Netflix movie coming out and it looks real Netflixy. but going to watch it. Um, let's see. Insecure. Oh, I might have to dedicate a whole episode to that. Wasn't that disappointing? It was a bunch of bullshit. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Um, I feel like they wasted the whole last episode trying to find out where the fuck Tiffany was. And we didn't really care that much. Like, we cared a little bit. I really loved that they were trying to tap into the postpartum depression. You know, they was trying to give themselves some real depth there. I get it. Um, huh. But not for the last episode, bitch. Like, the fuck? <laughs> I was so angry. We spent majority of the finale episode focused on Tiffany, but not really even delving into what was wrong with her. She deserved more. Uh, Kelly deserves more. Fuck all y'all for that. Like, out this bitch. But here, I do I got time? I got a few seconds left for another one. I said I was going to give myself five minutes. Five minutes. I mean, Beyonce's out here. She's got plans and... I mean, I ain't did shit, so that means my coins is ready, and that's it. <laughs> I ain't lived none of my best life this year, so guess what, Beyonce? My bank account is ready. So do what you gotta do. I'm waiting on that. So the biggest thing I wanted to get into, which is hot on the black Twitter streets right now, is Jada and August Alcina. We all know, and everybody has at one point in their life wished for something in comparison to a Will and Jada relationship. I learned very quick, especially in a marriage and, and being in a really deep and loving relationship. I do not, I wish the fuck people would stop trying to say I'm anybody's fucking ghost. Me and my husband both hate it. And so I know Will and Jada hate it. Apparently that is Black America's goals. Uh, but they forget that Jada and Will have this situationship that entails a lot of complicated fucking things like maybe some polyamory or swinging or just not giving a fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what their, what the vows were for them. It seems to work for them, but they're not my goals. I don't want those goals. Um, I'm trying to keep my own goals intact. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Uh, but I know a lot of people say that. Apparently, Jada got caught up. Now, a few years ago, let me give you, take it back. Take it back a little bit. A few years ago, it seemed very weird that Jada and August were establishing this friendship, this mentorship, uh, this dig em down ship. I don't know what the fuck it was. But immediately, I sent some girl. But that's because I already had knowledge of how Jada and Will, even though they're not vocal about it, how they present themselves and the ongoing rumors that have been around for years regarding Will and Jada. Like, 
you have to be under a rock not to know how they kind of deal with it. Even though they've never, like I said, they've never stated it, but they've alluded to it a lot. Um, the Red Table Talk, they've talked about it. Will and Jada said, look, we're going to be together. <laughs> You're going to be here and I'm going to be there, but we're going to be together. And then Will, Will has said some things about, you know, we've established, you know, a partnership type thing. So they got their own little thing going on. So it don't shock me. And I think a lot of people are trying to turn it into this. Well, if it was Will, it has been Will. I've heard rumors about Will, but y'all don't care about it. That's not newsworthy for y'all. That's not sensational for y'all to talk about Will and possibly allegedly being with Liza Koshy. If y'all don't know who Liza Koshy is, she pretty much come up from Vine and YouTube and she used to be with David Dobrink or something. This is white YouTube, not black YouTube, by the way. So, um, <laughs> but if you saw her face, you know who she is. She's, she has this really cute video of her doing um, like car karaoke type shit. So if you saw her face, you know who you're talking about. And there was rumors, thanks and shout out to B. Scott, who provided me the link with that and um, let me know via her, you know, her own thing. She ain't shooting shit straight to me, but I'd be paying attention. That there was rumors going around that he was funding some of her projects, that they was getting a little close and coming, but I didn't see y'all rallying that shit up like that. You know what I'm saying? Because if anything, let's put all the Will and Jada shit to the side. When when motherfuckers, when niggas be doing that shit, y'all don't be caring because that's of their nature to be cheaters and shit. So when y'all caught wind of Jada doing some of the same nigga shit, y'all really just got your feelings about it and it is what it is. Now I do hear a lot of people saying that they believe that Jada took advantage of August Alcina because at the time, under this mentorship thing that they had going on, that he was just really just looking for guidance. He was looking for somebody to kind of look up to and all that. And she kind of maybe groomed him, kind of maybe uh, took advantage of the way he was feeling, his mental health and, ooh, it gets deep and layered, but I didn't go there. I just know that I think that from my perspective that August is a grown man. I'm gonna look up his birthday right now because I wanna know, I feel like they came into each other's life like in 2015, 2014. So I'm, I'm curious, how old was he then? Let's see, how old is August Alcina? Age, let's find age. 27, okay, all right. So he's an early 20s guy. Uh, Y'all, I don't know, and I get it. Role reversal, motherfuckers will be blowing smoke up Will's ass, but uh, I, I just ain't here for that narrative. I'm not here for that. I believe grown folks make grown decisions, and um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't take it as that. But I do. <laughs> on another note, um, I do think it is odd that you know they, they their relationship was introduced to us as some fucking mentorship. Like he's coming here for healing. No, bitch, Jada, girl. You was getting keeling. And she said she's gonna bring herself to the table. Cause right now, August Alcina, like I said, he had to sit down with Angela Yee and you know discuss that. And he pretty much outed their relationship and said, Hey, I, I didn't give y'all all the tea without giving y'all the tea. He said, Hey, we in the relationship with each other. I got blessing from Will Smith. He said it was cool. I was deeply in love with this woman. And I'm just like, whoa, shit, goddamn. And I don't know. Look, I'm just gonna follow my single ladies out there. I just came, I came across some selfies of August Alcina on the internet. 
uh, once or twice um, before, and I'm here to let you know. Uh, woo! I've heard some news reports also of him possibly just tearing down uteruses out here. I don't know if I'm even built for that type of sport. However, uh, maybe Jada is. <laughs> maybe she relates with her character from Girls Trip more than we would ever know. But I totally believe the rumors. I totally believe that Will has his own thing and Jada had her own thing in August. I just think that they were bold enough to take pictures and to, to think that we would be idiots enough to think there was something different than that. There were several pictures that I saw that I was like, Jada, that's a, that's a, that's a, that hug is inappropriate. Like there was a hug, there was a picture of them hugging each other. And Augustine, he's tall, you know, Jada's so small, right? And he had his arm around her waist, but it was like right under the boob. But you know, right, it was it was softly placed, you know. And if I I'm very particular about how I take pictures. I'm in a male-driven organization, so I'm just bound to take pictures with other men for going aways, for all sorts of stuff. And I make sure if we aren't taking a picture together, I don't want no shit. You know what I'm saying? I we're either gonna do the the my arm over your shoulder. Okay, that's a cool one. That's a very friendly pose or together, you know, with my arms crossed standing next to you. It's just certain etiquette. I would never let a dude, I would never let a dude put his arm on my waist like that. What under my, mm, it just, I just can't. I just, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it feels very sexual. Look at that picture, it felt sexual. It looked like something deeper. I, I'm a reader of body language. So, yeah. So apparently Twitter has been giving Jada hell. Um, like I said, some people think that she's taking advantage of August. August is standing by his story. I don't think he's released anything since the interview came out about his relationship and getting, you know, um, getting that confirmation from Will that it was okay to do what they did. However, Jada did come out with her publicist via her publicist and say, ah, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> and I'm here to let you know, okay, look, August Alcina took that 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 video was in front of a birth chart. Me and my friend Jay both realized that that shit was a thing. Cause I was looking at like, uh, this motherfucker got a birth chart. Like, is he into astrology? Like the fuck. So I looked up his his stuff. <laughs> He's a Virgo. Jada's a Virgo. Will is a Libra. So it's not looking good for. <laughs> It's not looking good for August. And he should know better because he is a Virgo. She's gonna deny, deny, deny. What does Beyonce do when she gets into shit? She don't say shit. What does Beyonce do when she wants us to know stuff? She tells us. She don't tell us the whole story all the fucking time. Just like how when Jay-Z was cheating on her ass, she gave us lemonade. She ain't, she ain't do no fucking rollout with Oprah and Gail and them. She told us via her music how the fuck she felt, which is how August is talking about his relationship with Jada. But he went a step further and talked on a public, pro, uh, on a public platform with Angela Yee. Now, Jada is going to, because she's making her coin via this Red Table Talk situation, I'm guessing, right? Cause I think she got like wrote out a contract till 2022 or something as well. Even though it started as like this Facebook watch group, but I mean, 
she got it how she lives and that's how she lives. I could see, obviously, she could get hired to do acting roles. She's not washed up by any means. But, Alexa, really, bitch? Okay, so she's not washed up by any means, but she's definitely going to use it to her advantage to create this narrative about the situation. I am going to be very shocked if August comes and they have a sit down amongst each other. I have a feeling that it's going to be a single table talk with just Jada, maybe her mama, maybe uh, Willow. Maybe. I think it's just going to be a single one-on-one with the audience about the situation and her perspective of what has come from this. Um, She's going to do her very best not to uh, discredit August. She's going to do her very best to um, not make him appear as a bad person, but you're going to get the gist of what she means uh, what, what she means when she says I ain't fucking do that shit <laughs> I don't know how do y'all feel about this situation they have a very non-traditional type courtship I'm not mad at it um, monogamy is not for everybody like it's not for everybody and I get it I, I totally understand it it's not for everybody but I think <laughs> I want to say what I want to say. I really want this ain't somebody going to cancel me in the future, but I really want to I kind of want to slut shame August. <laughs> Low key cuz I just feel why we reversing roles and shit trying to make uh Jada a, a, a pedophile. I want to make I want to make August Alcina a side hoe. I want him to live in that. I just think because we have a little bit more, he he's getting attractive privilege right now. <laughs> Look, y'all gonna cancel me. I'm gonna get canceled before I even start. But it's the truth. If um, if August Alcina was ugly, y'all wouldn't feel no sympathy for him. Y'all wouldn't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So in my heart, I kind of want to slut shame him, but I'm willing to hear both sides. I'm willing to hear both sides. And I won't slut shame him because I, like I said, I know, I know the ins and, look, without really knowing, I know the ins and outs of Will and Jada's relationship. One, ain't nothing happening between them. I've heard so many divorce rumors about Will and Jada at this point, and that's like stemming from the late 90s. Like, yeah, they ain't going nowhere. They're going to have each other's backs. I don't even know what a red table talk with Jada is going to accomplish unless she has August there and I don't see that going the way she wants it to go because Virgos got to have shit a certain way and if he come on there with some bullshit as a fellow Virgo who's trying to get his own way I just don't I don't know how that gonna turn out but I'm gonna be tuned the fuck in that's all I gotta say about that next I'm going to, you know, hip you to a few things um, that I want to put you guys on to, and I'll probably be reading them and reading them terribly. So I'll be back after this. (music) 
Hey y'all, um, thank you for listening so far. This little portion that I have left over is just gonna be me sh- shouting out a bunch of people who I wanna show love to. The first person I wanna show love to is my friend Nas. Uh, he goes to stage name is Osiris Anthem and he released a song called Southern Breezy that is pretty much an homage to Breonna Taylor. Um, it's just him getting his shit off. He is an amazing artist and rapper. And he wrote a little something about her. And I encourage everybody from Louisville, if you're at the protest, uh, to play this song, play it loud, and to honor Brianna that way if you can. Um, You can find his song on his um, SoundCloud and also on his Facebook page. And you can find him again, Osiris Anthem. And let me make sure that I'm spelling that right. Let me find the, the page so I can make sure that I don't mess this up. Um, Osiris, O-S-Y-R-I-S, Anthem, A-N-T-H-A-M. Go follow and like him. Super talented guy. Very grateful to have him as a friend and as a fellow creative. Whenever I feel like I want to get in my writing bag or whatever, him and my brother-in-law and my other friend, Clue, I send them like things that I write. Like I've gotten finally 2020. The one great thing that came out of this is that I feel like I got out of my uh, writer's block and it's been several years of that. And uh, if you haven't since then, I I posted some like kind of spoken word stuff on my So There's That page. I was kind of proud of it. I was also kind of embarrassed because I've never done anything like that, but I was very much encouraged and inspired by the group of guys that I have around me. Uh, my brother-in-law is super duper talented as well. He kind of does it as a hobby, but I just think that if he really put his mind to it, my brother-in-law will be just popping. I just have faith in him like that. I just think his wordplay is fucking amazing. Nas off the top, Clue off the fucking top. They're fucking amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Nas was able to channel that creativity to something positive in a time that we are just down in the dumps and was able to give people something to listen to in order to honor Breonna Taylor. So the, that was my first shout out. <laughs> the next one that I want to shout out is one of my friends that I know from high school. I used to refer to him as twin because he's a twin. <laughs> him and his friend, or uh, him and his twin brother, um, Brandon and, and Bernard. I rode the bus with them and it's just seeing them glow up and become the, the men, the honorable men that they've become over the years. It's just been great. So I asked, um, I asked Brandon to send me, I saw him and his wife were working on this initiative in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and it's basically just trying to assist with the food desert that's there. And being a native from Louisville, Kentucky, I could tell you there, there are not many places that you can go to go grocery shopping. Um, and that was one of the biggest complaints that my mother had before she passed away is the fact that there were certain grocery stores that she was accustomed to using and they would shut them down. And, uh, you know, she'd be like, Kiki, oh my God, you got to, there's nowhere I could go grocery shopping. And so I see, I saw a few articles that were kind of circulating around in regards to his wife. I believe her name is Megan. Don't kill me. Megan, I need to add her. <laughs> um, but she, um, you know, is kind of behind us alongside her husband with, um, you know, trying to assist these neighborhoods to getting the fresh food that they deserve to have. 
And so that's why it's kind of important to me because like I said, this, this was a big thing and it was something that my mother complained about. And so if I jack up this outline, I'm so sorry, uh, but thank you for providing it to me. I just want to help. Uh, and then Brandon, if you happen to be listening, please send me links to donate uh, so that we can help you get this off the ground running and to have the full support of the community behind you with doing something that's so great and so positive for for the Louisville community, especially the West End, as I spoke about earlier. Um, so a brief um, overview is going to be the next door market. It's going to be a community grocery store located in the Russell neighborhood of West Louisville. Our mission is to improve the health outcomes of our community by providing nutrient rich food options. The next door market, uh, mobile market, which is going to be, I believe, an app, um, will work to deliver fresh meals and, and grocery to Louisville residents. So they have two different initiatives. They're going to have an actual standalone store and then they're going to have an app that actually, you know, kind of uh a la uber eats the uh, grub hub something to that but groceries okay um our anticipated opening for the store will be fall 2020 and the mobile market is anticipated release for august 2020 so that's going to be right around the corner guys and it's going to be um kentucky primarily with plans to explain expand um into ohio and indiana so I'm excited for them. I'm looking forward to seeing this and looking forward to see how I can help them. So um, I'm putting this out here and to anybody that's listening from Louisville, please make sure to participate and help and use their services as much as you can. The way you can get in touch with them, the next door mobile market fan page, they have a fan page on Facebook. You go over there and like that. So you can keep up to date with any news or openings or closures or anything that's going on with the business. Make sure that you go ahead and like that page. The Next Door Market, your neighborhood grocery store group page. And um, you can like that as well. So they have a group page and they have a fan page. So I guess for any questions, inquiries, or anything like that, they have two separate pages that you can like on Facebook. Then on uh, on um, Instagram, they have at the Next Door Mobile Grocery, at Next Door Mobile Grocery. And then they also have at Next Door Market Groceries underscore so i will keep y'all up to date with that as that moves forward i'm looking i'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this turns around for them and how like i said how it can help so i'll make sure to put more information on my page tag them and hopefully um get more information and just continue to push forward and promote them in the community hopefully you guys utilize them so they can, you know, be of importance in the neighborhood. And um, I just think that's great for them to be doing. So I think that's about it. I really wanted to get into another thing, but I didn't write any notes about it. I just don't want to sound crazy. Um, I want to shout out my friend, Aaron Harris, who I, I got in touch with today. And he sent me his, uh, a link to his nonprofit which I haven't had an opportunity to research like I wanted to. And that's the reason why I was kind of like stutter stepping whether or not I want to move forward because I didn't want to just read from the website and me and you learning at the same time. With the Next Door Mobile Market, I've been following their 
stuff for a while. So I kind of knew about it. But for him, he I just got this link and he didn't I didn't ask for it. He didn't he didn't mean to give it to me in a way that was pressing me. Um, we just happened to chop it up today and he sent me a thing about it. And, you know, I donated to him because I believe in that and in his initiative as well. Because um, Overall, it's just about helping young men in the community. And so I'm, I'm about it, about it. But I just don't know in great detail. Um, so I think I'm the, oh, the links aren't working on here. So I don't want to, um, I don't want to uh, talk out the side of my neck. I want to honor what, what he's trying to do. So I don't want to not say it the right one or put words in this foundation's mouth so i'm gonna keep on just be on the lookout for aaron harris and i will give y'all more information about keeping our promise keeping my promise as you were keeping my promise which is his initiative so the next episode i will make sure that i am heavily informed about that so i can inform y'all about it so i hope y'all enjoyed this episode uh again go check out osiris anthem go check out uh the next door mobile market follow them support them if you have the means to do so see how you can support them or donate to them i'll be doing my part as well um keep calling louisville uh leadership where uh, i don't even really want to call them that but call them send them the emails do what we can if you're on the front lines i thank you I, everybody is not able to be out there but you're out there and i appreciate you doing all we can to get this justice for brianna taylor and the many others, and the many others, y'all. Um, we got work to do. It's a lot of work to be done. But I love you, and we gonna, we gonna see what the table talk is gonna bring. <laughs> we gonna see what Jada and them talk about. I don't know. But I'll see you guys when I see you. And I ain't promising shit. I love y'all. So there's that. <laughs>